So, good morning, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> it worked a second time. Okay. Huh? I would like to begin this morning's Bhagavatam class with a short reading from Nectar of Devotion. Huh. Namely, what we read early this morning. So this is for the benefit of those of you who didn't make it to Mangalarti, despite your best intentions. Um, and it's for the rest of us who were here this morning, um, but maybe we didn't really hear uh, when it was read at that time. And... Uh, also, for the benefit of all of us who did hear it, but hey, there's no harm in hearing it again, uh, because it was, it is a very positive kind of statement. Uh, okay, let's see. Do we have asanas for Gorakeshava Prabhu and and friends? We have. You don't want to stand. Uh, carry on. Here comes a chair. Uh, a four-legged asana. Huh? He's going to stand. He's a standing. He's a standing yogi. <laughs> All right. All right. So this is what we uh, heard this morning. This is from chapter uh, 2 of uh, Nectar of Devotion. Srila Prabhupada wrote Nectar of Devotion as a, what he called a summary study of the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Um, and the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Sindhu of Srila Rupa Goswami, as many of you will know, um, is a very important book in our tradition. Srila Prabhupada made it available in this summary study because he considered it the law book of ISKCON. Uh, that sounds a little scary, uh, but that was how he called it. You may be interested to know that uh, the Australian BBT is now producing a five- Volume edition of the uh, of the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu translations, uh, transliterations, uh, Devanagari transliteration, word for word uh, translation, and commentaries of uh, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur and um, Srila Jiva Goswami. It's just now coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, me that means, uh, I think two volumes were supposed to be coming out this year. Were means, we'll see. Okay. Lord Sri Krishna instructed Uddhava that by following the injunctions of the social and spiritual orders of human society, one can satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And as a result of such satisfaction, the whole society gets all the necessities of life, simply and without difficulty. This is because, after all, the Supreme Personality of Godhead maintains all other living entities. Now, here comes the good news. If the whole society performs its respective duties and remains in Krishna consciousness, there is no doubt, there is no doubt, that all of its members will live very peacefully and happily. That's good, no? Anyone want to live peacefully and happily? <laughs> 
only a few of you. <laughs> the rest of you want more excitement, not too much peace, please. Peacefully and happily, without wanting the necessities of life, the whole world will be turned into Vaikuntha, a spiritual abode, even without being transferred to the kingdom of God by following the injunctions of Srimad Bhagavatam and prosecuting the duties of Krishna consciousness, all human society will be happy in all respects. That's quite some statement, that's quite some confidence that Srila Prabhupada is expressing. But he gives a condition <laughs> for this uh, happy news. If the whole society performs its respective duties, and if it remains in Krishna consciousness, <clears throat> there's no doubt. Otherwise, there's doubt. Mm. Um, and also, um, it'll be uh, t the whole world will be turned into Vaikuntha, a spiritual abode, even without being transferred to the kingdom of God by following the injunctions of Srimad Bhagavatam and prosecuting the duties of Krishna consciousness. So by following the injunctions of Srimad Bhagavatam. One of the injunctions of Srimad Bhagavatam is to read Srimad Bhagavatam. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> Therefore, once again, we chanted already, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya I've selected this verse, Canto 4, Chapter 8, Verse 54, um, in a sense, to follow um, uh, Gorkeshava Prabhu's presentation yesterday about deity worship. This is also uh, about worship of the Lord, and it's an instruction from, from Narada Muni to Dhruva Maharaj. Um, Dhruva is, of course, an amazing person, uh, and... Uh, we especially remember Dhruva for his determination, but we also maybe want to remember Dhruva for his uh, determination and resolve, we can say, but also we may want to remember Dhruva um, in some sense to identify with him. What sense? You may say, well, we don't want, I don't want a kingdom. Um, my my stepmother didn't insult me. Um, you know, there are a lot of ways we might say we don't identify with Dhruva. But there's one way that we may identify, and that is that we may find, if we look a little bit deeply into ourselves, that our motivations for serving Krishna may not be completely pure. <laughs> We may be after something, uh, something uh, that we feel that we don't have. So in that sense, it can be helpful for us to um, really consider Dhruva, uh, Dhruva's sojourn. You know the word sojourn? It's like a journey. Uh, it's a serious journey. Uh, a life journey, you can say. Okay, here we go. Do we have it? Yes, we do. Thank you for setting this up. Um, go in today. Yes. So here we are. Um, Narada is speaking to Dhruva, and he says, 
Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Mantrena Nena Devasya Kuryatravya Mayim Buddha Saparyang Vividar Dravyair Deshakala Vibhagavit Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Mantrena Nena Devasya Kuryat Dravya Mayim Buddha Saparyang Vividar Dravyair Deshakala Vibhagavit Uh, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Mantrena Nena I think everyone is afraid to chant the mantra after our expert mantra chanters have chanted. <laughs> uh, don't be afraid to chant mantras. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else? Ladies. translates in this way. Namaha. I offer my respectful obeisances. Bhagavate. Under the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Vasudevaya. Unto the Supreme Lord Vasudeva. Mantrena. By this hymn or mantra. Anena, this Devasya of the Lord. Kuryat, one should do. Dravyamayim, physical. Buddha, one who is learned. Saparyam, worship by the prescribed method. Vividhai, with varieties. Dravyai, paraphernalia. Desha, according to country. 
Kala, time, Vibhagavit, one who knows the divisions. Hmm. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jeho. Translation. Om Namo Bhagavati Vasudevaya. This. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> this is the 12 syllable mantra for worshipping Lord Krishna. One should install the physical forms of the Lord. And with the chanting of the mantra, one should offer flowers and fruits and other varieties of foodstuffs exactly according to the rules and regulations prescribed by authorities. But this should be done in consideration of place, time, and attendant conveniences and inconveniences. Saparyam vividayar dravyayar teshakala vibhagavit. Purport Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya is known as the Dvadashakshara Mantra. This mantra is chanted by Vaishnava devotees. And it begins with pranava, or omkara. There is an injunction that those who are not brahmanas cannot pronounce the pranava mantra. But Dhruva Maharaj was born a kshatriya. He at once admitted before Narada Muni that as a kshatriya, he was unable to accept Narada's instruction of renunciation and mental equilibrium, which are the concern of a brahmana. Still, although not a brahmana but a kshatriya, Dhruva was allowed, on the authority of Narada, to pronounce the pranavam omkara. This is very significant. Especially in India, the caste brahmanas object greatly when persons from other castes who are not born in Brahmana families recite this pranava mantra. But here is tacit proof, means implied truth, proof, uh, that if a person accepts the Vaishnava mantra or Vaishnava way of worshipping the deity, he is allowed to chant the pranava mantra. In Bhagavad Gita, the Lord personally accepts that anyone, even one of a low, even one of a low species, can be elevated uh, to the highest position and go back home, back to Godhead, simply if he worships properly. Uh, the purport is quite long, so I'm. We'll see if we work through it, but uh, we can perhaps say, make a few comments uh, on this first, on the translation and the first paragraph. Um, in the in the purport, Prabhupada is emphasizing um, really this principle of Pancharatra, which we heard about yesterday morning from Gorkeshava Prabhu, that um, probably most of us. Uh, here would be disqualified from chanting the mantra, which we have all now chanted how many times <laughs> this morning? We would be disqualified from chanting it um, because of our birth. Um, however, we become qualified. And how do we become qualified? Uh, we receive... Uh, the direction, and we receive the shelter. Uh, we receive the teaching. We receive the order uh, in the system of Pancharatra from the Guru, who is in 
parampara uh, from Narada. Srila Prabhupada would sometimes say, Narada, Narada Muni is our guru. He would also say, or he said one time, uh, there was some discussion about who is advanced in spiritual life. And um, Prabhupada said, who is advanced? Narada Muni, he is advanced. <laughs> so we're following Narada, who was also followed by Dhruva. And we, we find this uh, verse openly written in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, it is not, as in many um, mantra shastras, uh, the mantras given will be scrambled so that you won't get it. Um, because it's, it's not wanted that you know the mantra. Isn't it so? Yeah. And uh, an interesting detail here is you will not find in the entire Chaitanya Charitamrita the complete Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. You won't find it. You'll find it in Prabhupada's purports all over the place. <laughs> that is Prabhupada's mercy. You will find also the complete mantra once in the Chaitanya Bhagavata. Um, but otherwise, um, it's not there in Chaitanya Charitamrita. In any case, Narada is giving uh, this um, this mantra, this mm, Dvadashakshara mantra to... Uh, to Akshatriya. Dhruva is saying, I'm not qualified. Narada is saying, yes, you're qualified because I'm making you qualified. This is really how it works. Uh, the guru is making us qualified um, to engage in service. It's also mentioned in this purport, uh, Prabhupada uses the word caste. And this can be a little bit confusing because there are two things in India. There is Varna and there is Jati. The word Jati appears uh, once in the Bhagavad Gita in chapter 1. Uh, Arjuna is very concerned about Jati. And he is concerned about what he calls, uh, what is, comes to be called Varna Sankara. Uh, the mixing of varnas. But what is jati? Jati is, you could call it a kind of um, um, expansion out of the varna system. But what you find in India today, we know, we know there are four varnas. How many jatis are there? Anybody want to guess? <laughs> Huh? Unlimited. Unlimited. Well, anthropologists estimate uh, some 3,000 in India today. Uh, they, how, how, they, how they come to be, that's a question for the anthropologists. Um, but they're, they're theoretically based on uh, profession, but uh, they, they end up having... Um, no connection with profession. They end up having not much of any connection with anything except family, one's birth. In any case, and, and the word caste is generally used in connection with jati. It's, it's a Portuguese word, apparently, casta, uh, and it became uh, the English word caste. In any case, as Prabhupada is saying here, uh, the caste brahmanas object greatly when persons from other castes who are not born in Brahmin families recite this pranava mantra. Well, they object to a lot of things, and this is one of them. Um, Prabhupada says, the Bhagavad Gita, in the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord personally accepts that anyone even one of a low species, Hare Krishna, <laughs> uh, 
can be elevated to the highest position and go back home, back to Godhead, simply if he worships properly. Notice the little if word, if he or she worships properly. properly. Okay, so that's, uh, that's an important principle here. And I think it's also worth mentioning um, our acharyas, uh, in particular Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, speaks of two, two paths, two margas, uh, the Bhagavata marga and uh, the uh, Pancharatra marga. And the Bhagavata Purana is very much associated with the Bhagavata Marga. However, the presence of Narada in the Bhagavata Purana, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, the presence of uh, his such instruction as this indicates that within the Bhagavata Purana, within the Srimad Bhagavatam, is also so much Pancharatra, so much uh, what can also be called Vaishnava Tantra, right? Uh, we learned yesterday not to be afraid of that name Tantra. It's just, it's, um, well, uh, Tantra can mean technology, uh, isn't it? One of the, one of the senses of, it's, it's Vaishnava technology. So deity worship involves a lot of technology. We saw and heard so much technology yesterday, very skillfully, very expertly, and very forcefully, and very focusedly, and tirelessly performed. I'm always amazed. I, I never see Gorkeshava Prabhu tired. He's always full of energy, isn't it? That's <laughs> I see you when you're installing deities. <laughs> so, uh, so, Prabhupada is saying that we can all learn some technology of worshiping the Lord in his deity form. And this is what we're very much celebrating uh, in this festival, especially the Brahmotsava. We're going to be celebrating... 40 years of uh, Nrsinghadev's being presence. Uh, we have a lot to be grateful for, I would say, uh, that over the last 40 years, there has been nonstop worship of Lord Nrsinghadev. Shri Shri Prahlad Lakshmi Nrsinghadev Ki Jai. I have to say, there were times more than once, when there was serious discussion because of major challenges to the maintenance of the worship, the maintenance of the whole project, there were serious challenges. It was more than once that the question aro arose, what shall we do? Shall we sell the farm? Now we say, of course not. There's no question now of selling the farm, but it was a serious question uh, at times. Uh, Akila Prabhu will certainly remember some of these times uh, that we, we had this question in our mind, and then we would come in the temple and we would look at Nrsinghadev, we would have his darshan and he would be looking at us, and we could all understand that Nursingadev was saying, well, you can sell the farm if you want. You can all go if you want, but I'm staying here. I'm not going anywhere. As we also heard yesterday, there's uh, a form of the deity called Dhruva Bera. Nursingadev is a Dhruva Bera. He is a fixed deity. Uh, and so that fixity of Lord Nrsinghadev is something we are celebrating in the Hare Krishna movement, where there's a lot of movement of, of uh, all kinds of things and 
people and all sorts of yeah movement of ideas uh, and and of deities moving deities. Srila Prabhupada, of course, also instituted uh, the celebration of uh, the worship of the Lord in his form as Jagannath, who is the moving deity. Once, once a year, Lord Jagannath moves, and he doesn't just move in Puri. He moves now all over the world. Um, and even if the Puri priests are upset that uh, the Jagannath Ratayatra takes place not on the proper day uh, according, to the, uh, according to the calendar, for which no doubt there are very good reasons uh, to have Jagannath Ratayatra on that day. It's the beginning. As I remember, it's the beginning, uh, the first official day of the monsoon season, uh, so it's ushering in the the uh, the rains. If it rains on Jagannath Ratayatra, that is very auspicious. We're always praying, please don't rain, please don't rain. Oh Lord Indra, please. Uh, as I understand, there's going to be uh, Ratayatra in Frankfurt in a few days. You haven't heard that? Oh, it's a secret. I just broke a secret. No? There's supposed to be Ratayatra in Frankfurt. That's what I heard. Nobody knows about it. Am I the only one? Hare Krishna. <laughs> so, um, I think that'll be the first Ratayatra in Frankfurt ever, isn't it? Second. All right, second. Einmal ist keinmal. Right. Okay. So we're celebrating, uh, and we're celebrating the creation of a sacred place. Uh, Srila Prabhupada, in his uh, preaching the Christian consciousness movement, he was establishing sacred places. Uh, and he was doing this specifically by installing deities. He was planning this from the very beginning, practically from when he got off of the ship in New York. He was looking for a place that could become a temple. He was writing um, to Sumati Murarji, um, asking her for support to uh, have a temple in New York, and so on. Um, so... Already in New York and then throughout uh, the years of Srila Prabhupada's remaining on this planet, he was establishing temples. This became uh, a kind of trademark of the Krishna consciousness movement, that we have deities. And what are deities? Deities are a form of the Lord. They are non-different from the Lord. And therefore, worshiping the Lord in his deity form, Krishna, the Lord, is present. Uh, and therefore, we say when we, we, we say in English to have darshan, you go in the temple and you have darshan. Um, what is actually happening more importantly than that we see the Lord is that the Lord sees us. The Lord is seeing you, uh, and he's seeing perhaps more of you than you would like him to see. Which gets us back to Dhruva Maharaj. He had his motivations. Still, he worshipped, and with his in incredible determination, he was one of the uh, primordial success stories in spiritual life, as we all know, after performing increasingly intense uh, austerities and while worshipping the deity with this mantra, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. 
Dhruva Maharaj reached perfection. He reached perfection. What sort of perfection? The perfection that the Lord came to him personally. Now at this point, someone may say, aha, uh -huh, so he was worshipping a deity. That was not really the Lord. Because now he's appearing personally to him and he, he clonks him on the, on, on the head with, a, with his conch. He taps him on the head to prompt him to offer prayers. Wouldn't you like to be tapped on the head by the Lord and then immediately be able to offer the prayers that Dhruva Maharaj spoke? No? No? Yes. Hare Krishna. <clears throat> Let's continue with the purport. The prescribed rules, as stated here by Narada Muni, are that one should accept the mantra through a bona fide spiritual master, bona fide uh, spiritual master, and hear the mantra in the right ear. What happens if one hears it in the left ear? What happens? No benefit. It's a technicality. Okay. You have to hear it. Yeah. It's okay. Both ears, isn't it? Yeah. Not only should one chant or murmur the mantra, you know the word murmur? Mormon. But not not that kind of murmuring. Actually, Krishna Krishna himself says in Bhagavad Gita Yajnanam Japa Japa Yagyo Asmi of Yagyas, of Yajnas. There are so many sorts of Yajnas. Um, of them, Krishna says, I am the yagya of japa. I am japa yagya. That's cool. That means when we're chanting Hare Krishna mantra with our beads, we're doing yagya. And that yagya, Krishna says, I am that. So that's another indication that when we chant the maha mantra, it is Krishna. Right? Nama chintamani krishnas chaitanya rasa vigraha purna shudho nitya mukto abhinatvam nama namino. There's no difference abhinatva between Krishna and his name. Uh, we may get to that uh, in a bit. Not only should one chant or murmur the mantra, but in front of him, he must, he must have the deity or physical form of the Lord. Of course, when the Lord appears, it is no longer a physical form. For example, when an iron rod is made red hot in a fire, it is no longer iron, it is fire. Someone may still argue, no, 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 no. Iron is iron, it may be red hot. Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> someone may, okay, someone may um, uh, say, no, no, it's still iron. Okay, then touch it. No, it's just iron. Okay, then touch the red hot iron. Um, it is fire. Similarly, when we make a form of the Lord, whether of wood or stone or metal or jewels or paint or even a form within the mind, it is a bona fide, bona fide, spiritual, transcendental form of the Lord. Not only must one receive the mantra from the bona fide spiritual master like Narada Muni, or his representative in the disciplic succession, but one must chant the mantra 
don't just receive the mantra. <laughs> I have received the mantra. Huh? And not only must one chant, but he should also offer whatever foodstuff is available in his part of the world according to time and convenience. Uh, and Prabhupada will elaborate on this point, that we make adjustments according to time and circumstance. And um, Srila Prabhupada made adjustments uh, according to time and circumstance in order to make holy places all over the world. Um, I want to come back to this point because I like to tell this uh, story. Some of you may know a true story, uh, but as many of you will know, uh, there was a, mm, a time in Vrindavan when uh, the principal deities of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, um, many of these deities departed from Vrindavan uh, due to uh, political situations, shall we say, and uh, they migrated, some of them over long periods of time. Uh, Govindadev migrated, as I understand, over a period of 20 years before he uh, settled in Jaipur. Um, another uh, important deity for us is Ranamadan Mohan. Shishi Ranamadan Mohan Ki. And some of you may remember that Shishi Ranamadan Mohan were here with us, and their lordships decided, for mysterious reasons, I would say, uh, to to move to the other side of Germany, uh, perhaps because I was thinking about this yesterday because. Uh, they want us to feel separation from them. And I was also thinking, as we heard, one of the forms of the deity is um, the painting and even the photograph. One can worship the photograph. And lo and behold, we have a photograph of Shishi Radhamadan Mohan here with us as a reminder, perhaps to, to suggest that the worship of Shishi Ranamadan Mohan is to be continued here in absence, at least in the form of the photograph. Maybe what we need to do is add to our prema dvani every day. It's only a suggestion. I'm not a manager uh, but we can add Shri Shri Radha Madan Mohan Ki. <laughs> and in this way, we would be worshipping uh, Radha Madan Mohan. I wanted to, though, mention or uh, tell that uh, Madan Mohan also migrated from Brindavan um, and eventually, quite indirectly, came to a, t a town, a town between, more or less between Vrindavan and Jaipur called Karoli. Who has been to Karoli? I must confess I've never been to Karoli. Um, but I have an excuse, but I won't go into that. Um, so, Madan Mohan is in Karoli, Radha Madan Mohan. Lalita, I believe, is also, or is it uh, Ananga Manjari is also with Madan Mohan. Radha Ananga Manjari, Madan Mohan. I, I'm not certain. Someone can correct me. Yes? No? Not sure. We have to, we have to look it up. Uh, in any case... Now, here's, here comes uh, the, the interesting part. As, as many, as some of you know, there is now also, since recently in 
the north of Maharashtra, there is a another holy place expansion uh, of Vrindavan uh, or of Govardhan called Govardhan Eco Village. And in Govardhan Eco Village, they have made a kind of um, miniature Vrindavan. It almost reminds one of a miniature golf course in a way. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 a beautiful, like a park, very beautifully done, very first class. Um, and in addition to some sort of semi-miniature temples, replicas, uh, semi-replicas of temples, they have a full-size one-to-one temple of Ranamadan Mohan, uh, just a little away from the sort of Vrindavan proper place. And it's built in, um, uh, it's, it's built with the same red sandstone as the original Madan Mohan temple. And many of you will know the original temple uh, is uh, this conical shikara uh, form, um, which is there in Vrindavan. Now there's a replica of this temple, exact replica in size, everything, stone. And they have, we may want to say, replica of the original deity of Madan Mohan in the temple. Now the deity of Madan Mohan in uh, Govardhan Eco Village, before they had uh, the deity prepared, they went to Karoli and they asked the head pujari there, Sir, could we be so kind and allow us to measure Madan Mohan? Because we want to make re replica. And they explained, we're making a replica of the temple. And the, the head pujari, this was explained to me by Radhanath Swami, uh, said, well, I'm sorry, but it's not proper to measure a deity. We don't measure deities because Krishna is unlimited. You don't, you know, <laughs> you don't do this <laughs> to a deity. That, that wouldn't be respectful. It wouldn't be proper. But what I can do is give you a set of, uh, uh, of maha clothing, so from the size of the clothes, you can work out what the size of the deity will be. All right? These, the, the devotees, oh, yes, thank you very much. So in this way, they were able to replicate the, the deity. Uh, and then, in due course, uh, they invited the head priest of the Karoli original deity, Madan Mohan, Rana Madan Mohan Temple, to come and conduct the installation of Madan Mohan in Govardhan Eco Village, which they did, which he did. Uh, at the end of the uh, all of the installation procedures, uh, the head pujari performed uh, the the first full arati, and. Radhanath Swami was there, and he was observing, and uh, he noticed that the head pujari, I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but the head pujari had tears in his eyes while he was offering the RT. After the whole ceremony was over, after the kirtan later, uh, Radhanath Swami approached the, the chief priest, the head priest, and and said, excuse me, um, Goswamiji, but um, I couldn't help but notice there were tears in your eyes uh, as you were doing arti. Can Was there something going on <laughs> with you? Uh, and and uh, the priest said, well, yes, actually, at that time, I had, uh, I realized something, really. What did you realize? I realized that Madan Mohan, after 400 and whatever it is, 50 years, has returned to Vrindavan. 
Shri Shri Radha Madan Mohan Ki Jai. The point is that if we are worshipping the deity, as is described here, as is prescribed, if we enthusiastically worship the Lord in his deity form, he is no longer the deity, he returns, he is again in Vrindavan, he is in his place, he is where where Krishna never moves, where he never takes one step out of, <laughs> we get the realization, ah, it is Vrindavan. We are in Vrindavan. Now someone may say at this point, wait a minute, we're worshipping Nrsingadev here. Nrsingadev in Vrindavan? Yes. Why? Well, first of all, there is a Nrsinga deity. Uh, there's one... Um, in Vrindavan it's, itself, there's also a deity uh, in Nandagram. But the point I want to make is that uh, Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur has indicated in one of his songs why we worship Nrsingadev. Why do we worship Nrsingadev? Why would Vaishnavas, whose only care, uh, whose only concern is uh, Krishna and Radha. Radha Krishna, who, as we also learned yesterday, are never separate. What? Never separate? But we always hear about their separation and we hear that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his whole life, he's in this mood of separation, uh, mood of Radharani, uh, of separation from the Lord. So, yes, Tattva and rasa. <laughs> Tattva, according to ontology, they're never separate. But then again, they are one. But then again, they are two. Go figure. That is, that is the tattva, that is the ontology. But the rasa is that they also separate to, to, to a degree... Uh, that their, their longing for each other uh, brings tears to both their eyes, to both Radha and Krishna, and tears to the eyes of the devotees. Nayanam galadashu daraya varanam gadgarudaya gira pulakair nichitam vapukada tavanama grahane bhavishyati. Nayanam galad ashu dharaya, uh, with ashu flowing uh, down the eyes. When will my chanting be like that? Uh, that I will have that experience, uh, that uh, sense of longing. We want to chant the holy name with a sense of longing such that we are enabled to understand, to realize the presence of the Lord. Srila Prabhupada uh, gave simple translation of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. My dear Lord, my dear energy of the Lord, please engage me in your loving devotional service. That includes serving the deity. Hare Krishna. Um, but I wanted, uh, I just came across uh, another translation Srila Prabhupada gave of the Maha Mantra. Do you want to hear it? No? Okay, I won't. Hare Krishna. Well, that's the first word of his translation. Please pick me up. Please pick me up. I am in the bodily concept of life. I am in this material existence. I am suffering. Please pick me up to the spiritual platform so that I will be happy. Hare Krishna. Nice, huh? I think we could make that into a mantra. <laughs> please pick me up, please pick me up. Um, 
Yes, why not? This will help you remember for the rest of the day. So please repeat. Please pick me up. Please pick me up. I am in the bodily concept of life. I am in this material existence. I am suffering. Please pick me up to the spiritual platform so that I will be happy. Srila Prabhupada once um, told Jananivas Prabhu, who is our, um, seems like forever uh, pujari in, uh, head pujari in Shidam Mayapur, um, he, told, he told Jananivas, you can chant the mantras in English, the mantras for worshipping the deities. You can chant them in English, he said. <laughs> so we may feel like, oh, I can't chant those mantras for deity worship. Prabhupada said, that's all right. He also laughed uh, when um, Jayananda was sort of walked in by Tamal Krishna Goswami uh, to, uh, to chant the Gayatri mantras aloud. He had received them some days before to you know, sort of check with Srila Prabhupada that he was chanting them properly. So uh, he, so Tamal Krishna Goswami was concerned that he's not chanting properly. So he brought him, he dragged him in to Prabhupada and sat him down and uh, said, uh, you know, I think maybe he should check that he's chanting properly. Prabhupada said, okay, chant the, the first mantra. So he started to chant. And halfway through the mantra, Srila Prabhupada started laughing. <laughs> he laughed and he said, it's okay, just go on chanting. <laughs> he just, that, that was all. <laughs> he didn't even try to correct him. <laughs> so that could be uh, uh, Prabhupada's mercy that he is giving us to engage in devotional service, both in the Bhagavata Marga and the Pancharatrika Marga. Both opportunities are there for us. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's two rail track and we get uh, opportunity on both sides to progress back home, back to Godhead, so that we will be happy. Hare Krishna. Uh, Following our schedule, I will stop there. Unless there's a burning question or a comment from one of our senior devotees. Burning question, comment. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. My question is, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sent the Goswamis to Rindavan to excavate the places of um, worship, of Krishna's pastimes and to write the scriptures, Bhakti Shastra. Did he also uh, imply in this instruction or did he um, yeah, order in one sense that they find these lost deities because they were carved by Vajranaba way before? So was, there also, was this also in included in the instruction when he said find these whole, uh, places of worship of Krishna's Leela? How much did he know about it, so to say? And how much did the Goswamis know that to find these deities, especially these deities which were important 5,000 years ago? <clears throat> yeah, whether Lord Chaitanya said, Rupa, Rupa Goswami, go find Govinda Deva. He's there somewhere. <laughs> uh, that we don't know, but I think we should uh, uh, assume and that all of this would be revealed to them. And the, 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 the empowerment uh, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was giving them was such that they would come to know all, all that would be needed, excuse me, would be needed to be known. 
to do their service. Um, that knowledge may have come to them in course of time as they engaged in that service. Uh, it's not that it would have to be known in advance. Uh, the stories that we hear about how the deities appeared um, suggest there was some surprise. There was something unexpected happening. So, but it, it, it's, it's, it's both and, I think. It's both and. They are knowing and they are anticipating and they are, um, they're, by their following of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order, it is unfolding. Vrindavan is like a lotus. It unfolds. Hmm? We heard about lotuses opening and closing yesterday, didn't we? So Vrindavan is, it can be like a closed lotus and then it's opening up and closing. We hear how, anyway, that's something else. But uh, Vrindavan was being revealed to them as as they pursued. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, uh, when he came to Vrindavan, uh, he, it said he discovered Radha Kunda. So was it that before, you know, before he left Puri, he's on his way to Vrindavan and he's already seeing the exact uh, longitude and latitude of, uh, of Radha Kunda in his mind, and he makes a beeline for Radhakund, and he, and he says, so this is Radhakund, I knew it all along. Hmm? If he does, he doesn't indicate that. It's more of, a, more of a discovery. The Lord is, the Lord's pastimes are unlimited, and the Lord is always unfolding his pastimes, and he's always uh, experiencing newness. Yat avadi mama chaita krishna padaravinde navanavarasa damadudyantam rantumasit. Navanavarasa, it's always new. If it wouldn't be new for Krishna as well as for his devotees, it wouldn't, you know. Okay, here we go again. We're going to lift Govardhan Hill. Yeah. Oops, left hand. No, it surprises all. It surprises all the way down. I know that didn't answer your question, but that's as far as I could get. <laughs> yes, Paramshri. You, you spoke that Brahmins were, um, they, they did not want to reveal the mantras in, in the scriptures. Mm. So, and after that, you mentioned that in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra is not mentioned. Mm -hmm. Is there a connection to, is there a special reason or known reason why the Hare Krishna Mantra is not revealed in the Chaitanya Charitamrita? Is there something known? I I wouldn't be able to second guess Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, but my uh, my sense is that it's intentional on his part. Um, it, it I mean, how many thousand verses is the is the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and how many times would it be easy enough for him to include the Maha Mantra, and he doesn't, not once. Oh, maybe somebody took it out and it got lost. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Please. Sometimes when you don't say something, but there's anticipation. Read Chaitanya Charitamrita. There's some anticipation about how to chant the holy name, Lord Chaitanya's chanting and everything like this. So there's so much anticipation, but the actual mantra is not revealed. It's to enthuse you. It's like a... Mm. It's like to get your appetite ready and it makes you go and search for the mantra and search ah, for a guru. Search for the guru so to give you impetus. the mantra. It's an impetus for you to find out Yes, without actually telling you. Yeah, that's so very good. So perhaps good he's, Krishnas Kaviraj is so humble, he says, well, 
I'm not the guru. I'm not the. I am not qualified to give you the Harinam, but I want to give you the impetus to get Harinam. Very nice. Yes, good. Thank you. And uh, but this brings up for me another interesting comment from Shila Prabhupada. He once said, "Anyone who is chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra has received the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and has." I think he even says, yeah, he says, and he implies uh, that person's been initiated. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but it's almost, he's been initiated into that mantra. Because <laughs> if you receive the mercy uh, of Lord Chaitanya, that's, that's, indi- that's initiation? No? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Around, and I thought there are other deities that were moving around. The Gopal, uh, Madhavendrapuri's Gopal deity also moved also. around and eventually yeah. even left our Sampradaya uh. and, went, and went to and was being worshipped by the in Natadwara. Yes. You know? yeah, and yeah. Even, uh, even the Madhva's uh, Lord Krishna and Udupi was moving around. He moved from Dwarka all the way down to South India. So, yeah, yeah. so there's a lot of moving deities in the Parampara. It's the Hare Krishna movement. Yeah, movement. And then you were mentioning about uh, how Srila Prabhupada uh, instituted Jagannath Rathiyatra all over the... And actually in Shastra, Jagannath is interesting because he's called Chala Achala. Chala Achala. Ah. He sometimes sits and sometimes moves. Ah. Goes and stops. But uh, (laughs) Prabhupada also started Radha Damodar, Sankatan, traveling Sankatan. So he had buses and he said there should be deities on the buses. Yeah. So how much more could we have a moving <laughs> deity that there's a deity on the bus? Exactly. So imagine getting on a bus and there's a deity there, <laughs> right? So that was an innovation by Srila Prabhupada. Yeah. Also a moving deity. Very nice. Like Thank that. you. And the other thing, the other just last comment I wanted to make was uh, when you made that translation of the Hare Krishna Mantra, or you gave Prabhupada's translation of the Hare Krishna Mantra. Mantra, yeah. it sort of reminded me of a Beatles song. Oh. <laughs> Help. I need somebody. I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. <laughs> Help. I need someone. Help. <laughs> exactly. But it all starts with another popular song, Bow Down Mister. <laughs> Thank you all very much. I, w- I wish you all a wonderful day today of uh, Shravanam, Kirtanam, and... Krishna Smaranam, Radha Krishna, Radha Madan Mohan, Shri Shri Prahlad Lakshmi Nisingadev Smaranam. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaur Premanande. Hare Krishna.